the Sicha of Chukas Aleph, uh, sorry, Balak Aleph. And in general, if I may say, I'm a huge fan of the Kahas Chumash, especially the way they inculcate the Rashi Sichas into the Pshat. And a perfect example is this week's parsha, this Sicha, which I'm just going to actually read out um, the way they put it, which I think is just incredible. It says like this. He's obviously quoting the Pasuk, So, and that's what Pasuk of Gimel, that's what the Rashi's on. So he translates like this. The Israelites are further worthy of blessing because there are no diviners of auspicious times in Jacob and no stick diviners in Israel. In other words, people that do divinities. Now, this indicates that a soothsayer is a bad thing. But that is not why I, Bilam, who am a soothsayer, cannot curse them. Which again, which is so beautiful because that's what, like, bringing it into the, into the text from the Sikha. But rather, it's because they have their own merits that make them worthy of being blessed. Hashem manifested his affection for them openly when he gave them the Torah and spoke to them personally. Just like he taught his, them his cherished Torah then, so will he do again in the future, in the Messianic future, when Mashiach comes. When he will sit, seat them closer to him than his ministering angels and teach them the innermost teachings of the Torah, it will then be said to Yaakov and Yisrael by these angels when they want to know what Hashem has said, They'll say, Ma'pal Kel, what has Hashem wrought? For this, Israelites will have more, for the Israelites will have more intimate access to, in, to Hashem's ways than they will. I just think that's a beautiful way of summarizing the Sikha. And they also bring in the commentary um, that, Balak, that Bilam says, even now Hashem manifests his love for the Yidim by letting them know directly whenever he's displeased with their conduct so that they can repent and avoid punishment. Thus, there is no need for diviners in Jacob and no need for soothsayer, soothsayer in Yisrael. Whenever they need to know his will, it's communicated to Yaakov and to Yisrael what decrees Hashem has enacted by their prophets or if they are unworthy of direct nevoah via the Urim and Tumim. I think that's just an absolutely beautiful summary. I just want to add um, from the Sichas Kedesh, when the Rebbe said the Sicha originally in Parshas Balak Tavshin Lamad Zayin, 1977, Rebbe says like this, the Yenishol Toyedash of Pirish Rashi, the, 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 the Chassidus within this Rashi. Interesting, in, in the, in the Lekutah Sichas, it doesn't say Yenishol Toyedash, but rather it says, oh, he's, oh. and originally it says Yenishol Toyedash. A Yid has to know, like Nachash B'Yakov, like Kesem Yisrael. He doesn't have to be misspell what the president tells him, the minister, and a regular guy, and even the guy, El the false god within you. But their taina is that the taina was given in the midbar. And now we're people of culture with Milas Tavis, the Lushan Saginar, the Rebbe says in quotations that came recently. Hagit mentioned in the Gassin and Kena Zoktif them garnet. And people are being shot in the streets and nobody's saying anything. This is the late 70s when uh, things are pretty crazy. Um, the rebel basically was saying Yena culture. 
interesting, the Rebbe refers to that the Torah was given in the desert. I might have shared the story before, the famous Maisala, good nugget, about the fellow who had to, had to go to Leipzig, to the main city, to do business. And he hires a wagon driver, and he says to the wagon driver, if you get me there in five days, I'll give you 10 noodle. If I don't get there in five days and it takes longer, you'll be, pay me 50 ruble for the loss I have from make, missing the fare. So the Chevenman wasn't the most intellectual uh, wagon driver on the planet. So he says, yeah, it's a deal. It's a bad winter. Make a long story short, they arrive 10 days late. No fear, no garnished. So the businessman turns to the wagon driver and says, 50 ruble. He says, what, are you kidding me? Are you crazy? I don't have 50 ruble. I'm not kidding you. He says, but you made an agreement. So what? Let's go to the rabbi. No, Baruch Hashem, we'll go to the rabbi. We'll go to the Dov of the Shtat. And the Dov looks at them, and here's the case, and it's pretty straightforward. He says, yeah, you owe 50 ruble. So the, the wagon driver looks at them and says, says who? What do you mean? The Torah says, eh, which Torah? The one that was given by Hashem. Ah, when was it given? In the desert, in the summer. Had the Torah been given in the winter, in Russia, it would have said something very different. <laughs> There's some reference to that in the Kuda, like, you know, in Amidba, it's the desert, it's given in a desert, you don't have to uh, be in the spall. It's a great story, by the way, that brings out like the relevance of Torah. Says that we don't have to be in the spall from the Maligan, those who laugh and say you're a Batlan. You have to do Afatasamayanus, Afatasayadus, Nawev Lachatchila, Riber, Nevi'eim, according to our Nevi'im, Gilad Vare, the Avadam Nevi'im. And you have to be a Tomim Tiyem Hashem Lekech, you have to be sincere. Le'inachash B'yakov, don't look for any tricks. These are filu di'inyanim, b'zayin mutar, even the things that are mutar al pishokhanarach, like uh, when it comes to a sick person, etc. Ain't sanchem alanas, you don't have to come, you shouldn't have to rely on miracles, because you do things in the way of tmimus, and that is the way things are. The Teva of a Yid. And I think that's a, that's a very powerful message to each and every one of us to make the relevance of Torah in a, and proper and to not be the spoil and to remember that.